Welcome to the 2020 J-Shaw Consulting Better For You CPG Retail and Grocery Award Show. This is the pinnacle of award shows that are light on tradition, peppered with randomness, and extremely heavy-handed on personal bias. If you guys were not able to watch last year's video, I will pop that one up for you guys right here. This will follow a similar format to the 2019 J-Shaw Consulting, Better For You CPG, Retail and Grocery Awards. I kept the same categories as last year. They were kind of randomly selected. Though the winners were selected by myself, a prestigious party of one, they were very well thought out. Um, so expect to get your learning on in this video. And I don't have any like official awards, but if any of the winners would like to get an award, I could sign my business card and frame it and send it to your office. So then you guys have something to put in the lobby to impress a lot of the service providers that did not listen to the no solicitation sign that was on your door. But without further ado, let's give out some J. Shaw Consulting Better For You CPG Retail and Grocery Awards. Let's start with some mergers and acquisitions. The best acquisition by a strategic for a Better For You CPG brand was PepsiCo's acquisition of Rockstar Energy for $3.85 billion. Now there's a lot of reasons why PepsiCo made this decision. You know, we can name some of the pretty basic ones. One was familiarity. They've been the distributor for Rockstar Energy for a while. They knew what they were gonna be able to get and their team was very aware of the brand and was able to sell that brand pretty easily. That was a acquisition that was extremely easy to integrate into the PepsiCo system. I also think there was some pretty decent value for X uh, current revenue, so not a bad value, but more importantly, PepsiCo really cleared the way in a very important beverage category, the energy drink, energy beverage category. That existing contract with Rockstar Energy did not allow them to create their own energy drinks or work with other energy drinks. So by them buying Rockstar Energy, it cleared the way. So now you're seeing more of an emphasis with their Mountain Dew beverages. You're also seeing the on again, off again contract with Bang Energy. Um, but this is kind of just a start. This provides them a clear line to be able to do whatever they'd like. That provides them much more flexibility than their competitor, Coca-Cola Company. Best acquisition position by a private equity company of a better for you CPG brand. I think this is Sovos Brands acquisition of Birchbenders. Sovos Brands is actually backed by a private equity firm called Advent International. They own a couple different brands in their portfolio. Um, they're really looking for like these like best in class, one of a kind type of brands for their portfolio. I think Birchbenders is definitely that. I think they're still at a size that they have a ton of growth, even with the breakfast uh, category, the breakfast eating occasion, having so much of a renaissance in 2020 because people were more at home. I still think Birchbender's size of their company, there's still some growth available. And I like a lot of their differentiated offerings, a lot of things around diet propositions like paleo, keto. They've really been able to stretch their brand into a ton of different categories. Best overall mergers and acquisitions activity in the CPG space. I'm gonna give this to Nestle and specifically probably mostly like health sciences 
section. They had a ton of acquisitions over the year. The first one, I think, being in Vital Proteins. So they were able to pick up a really high-flying, fast-growing collagen or Nutri-Cosmetic brand. They also bought IM Health Science, which has a few different brands of nutritional supplements that help with digestive problems. They picked up Freshly. I think that's mostly on the Nestle side, not necessarily, at least initially, on the health sciences section of Nestle. But I believe the fresh prepared meal home delivery services will be integrated. And they also picked up, these aren't necessarily like CPG brands, not within the normal consideration of CPG because they're pharmaceutical, not over the counter. They also picked up Zen Pemp and then Immune Therapeutics. Now, all of this together, I think, is really just showing Nestle Health Sciences hand at personalized nutrition, personalized medicine, and they're really gonna focus on certain health conditions or diseases first, probably mostly around like the digestive health. Moving into like the retailer specific awards, the best grocery retailer of the year award is going to be HEB. And this is my current home city grocer, I guess you could say, living in Austin, Texas. This is the grocer that I choose to shop at far and away more than any other grocer. I think that HEB had an extremely strong year. I think it also helped that they're only in the Texas market or I think Northwest Mexico as well, but they know Texans. If you don't live in Texas, maybe don't understand that Texans have uh, specific maybe needs. Uh, I think the 2018, early 2018 acquisition of Favor really kind of showed its value in a year like this. I think they handled COVID-19 in the most masterful way that they could. They were able to really ensure like the health and safety of shoppers. Um, they were taking care of their frontline workers. They helped the most vulnerable customers with some specific times they could shop or delivery options or things to really help them through this difficult period to make sure that they still were able to get their food, beverage, medications, other kind of fast moving consumer goods. Shifting to best retailer of the year, I'm gonna give this to Target. The big have definitely gotten bigger uh, in a year like 2020, but also I think the special became more special in 2020. And Target was really one of those special retailers um, in 2020, I think as people wanted to escape a little bit and get that Target experience, Target was able to step up day in and day out to provide that in any way possible as consumers chose whenever and however they would like to shop for that because of restrictions around the COVID-19 pandemic. Target had a huge year for a lot of their omni-channel fulfillment, be that drive up, be that in-store pickup. Um, their acquisition of Shipt really showed its strength in a year like 2020. Also like hyper-local fulfillment by the store fulfillment really helped them to kind of speed that process up. Also during the holiday season with them having the goods a lot closer to. And the Good & Gather brand uh, continued to outperform. For the best internet retailer of the year award, I'm gonna give this to Facebook. What? Facebook, they're not a internet retailer, but I think Facebook really showed their commerce ambitions. They showed their hand this year that they're finally gonna push those chips into the middle and say, we would like to be a internet 
retailer of sorts. And this is extremely dangerous, probably one of the scariest thoughts for any retailer, be that like Amazon or Target or Walmart or anybody else's. This is mostly because Facebook knows what you want before you even type it into a search bar. That's much different than any other retailer. They have more information about you personally than you probably know about yourself. Facebook has been inching their way into commerce, social commerce for a while, but this was really like a huge jump. And that was with the redesign of their Facebook app, their Instagram app, really making sure that the Facebook shops and the shoppable links on Instagram were seamless and frictionless and really provided a great starting point for something that could disrupt the way that consumers shop day in and day out. You know, we call this social commerce, but really is gonna shift to just what commerce and the expectation consumers are gonna be like in the future. The next award that I wanna give out is the best experiential store design. And I'm gonna give this to Amazon and not specifically one Amazon store, but kind of two Amazon stores. They were able to really provide the future of grocery retailing, future of maybe retailing as a whole. They're really kind of showing a more larger footprint to what they had with their Amazon Go experience. So with both of their new grocery stores that they launched this year, the Amazon Fresh stores where they had some dash carts and a bunch of other kind of unique capabilities. Also their Amazon Go Grocery, which was really a bigger footprint of the Amazon Go convenience stores. Amazon really pushed the limits um, in terms of what the shopping experience in the future is going to look like. Everything kind of went in their direction to help with its like contact list and everybody wanting to like limit the touch points as much as possible. This Amazon shopping experience is really being centered around its ecosystem and you can see that it's coupled with a ton of future-minded planning that is only going to get better from here. The award that I want to give away for the top retail CEO of the year is going to be Tobias Luque, the CEO of Shopify. I think I saw data that 92% of Americans shopped online uh, since the start of the pandemic and Shopify is powering a lot of those websites. I think most of the business segments within Shopify are doubling heading into their 2020 quarter four earnings report that should be out within the next 30 days of filming this video. They were able to create great partnerships throughout the year with Walmart, with Facebook. They're what's really powering some of those Facebook shops, those Instagram shops, and also TikTok, which I think is going to be really important throughout 2021. The moves that Shopify made really got Bezos out of bed and really back into Amazon on their day-to-day -day business and saying that they are going to come after Shopify specifically. That is extremely impressive, first of all, to get Bezos back to, to having that fire in his belly. It's also probably pretty scary because I don't think you want to have somebody at that level that's been able to execute at that level um, to be eyeing you up as somebody that is a strong competitor, but just the richest man, the most powerful man arguably in the world um, having you on his radar means you probably did something extremely impressive. Now shifting this into Better For You CPG Awards, the best Better For You private label brand of the year is going to be Good and Gather from Target. And this is the only repeat winner from the year before. And I could have given this to maybe a couple of other brands that maybe have higher sales, but 
I just really like what Target's doing with Good and Gather. I believe this brand far and away is what private label is going to look like in the future from brands that are thinking about this in a more thoughtful way. Target announced that it passed $1 billion in sales for the first, I think, nine or so months. It's also the largest private label brand in terms of total assortment. They're adding I think upwards of six or 700 more new products. They're gonna have over 2000 products. They also added like a premiumization element to it or a specialization element to it as well. That really just kind of takes this private label from being what Target used to do with some of their like three tiered approach that they had before with really trying to copy a lot of the products that were top sellers within the retail and moving this forward and really innovating and using this as a brand that is the food version of Target. The best new better for you beverage is going to be Koya's fruit smoothie. A lot of things really good going on with Koya like the rebrand, like some of the extensions they created throughout the year and I really like the fruit smoothie. I think it's a really good product especially for 2020, I know it came out, I think on the back half of 2020, but lower sugar, prebiotic fiber, real fruit, I think coconut milk or water-based and plant-based protein. Now looking at just the best, better for you beverage of the year, I'm gonna give this to Poppy. So Poppy is a brand that maybe you don't recognize and that's because in late 2018, they were a Shark Tank contestant. They did get an investment by Rohan Oza, but it was called Mother at the time. So it went through an extreme rebrand, it went through uh, a new look. Uh, Rohan really put it through his paces and really put it in a much stronger position. And this year they had extreme growth and next year it's looking like they're gonna have way bigger growth than they had this year. This is a gut health beverage. Gut health beverages are, I think, the fastest growing beverage category of 2020. Um, still very nascent and new, but it's the fastest growing non-alcoholic beverage category. I think they're in about 2000 stores and I think based around resets for 2021, they're looking at somewhere around 16,000 doors. The best new better for you food item is going to be Bonza's pizza crust. They also have three like fully prepared flavors of pizza, but I think the crust is probably where they're going to shine at and where they're going to be able to have the most fun and be able to introduce chickpea pizza crust to the most amount of people and let them kind of customize it the way that they would like. I think with this year at home eating and, and just being able to cook more was an important trend. I think that continues into 2020 one as well. But Bonza's done a great job at bringing chickpeas to the front. They're having their moment. Bonza's one of the brands that's really helping them. They're bringing it into an area that is making it relatable to a lot of consumers with classics like chickpea rice and pasta made with chickpea. Like I said, pizza crust and mac and cheese, be that both prepared and uh, boxed. So a ton of different things that they've been able to do. Now the best overall better for you food brand of the year is going to be high key snacks. I think sales quadrupled in 2020. They were able to roll out a new rebrand, a new look right at the beginning of 2020. They hired a seasoned CPG executive to take them off the direct-to-consumer Amazon only type of brand and into traditional grocery. 
they were able to raise, I think, close to about $10 million in capital to make sure that they were able to scale up for those expansion plans. So a lot of really great things happened throughout the year for high-key snacks. And a lot of people might be saying that some of those keto or keto-friendly things are dying, but I think they just matured and shifted into some different areas of retail. And I think with large retail, mass retailing, a lot of those areas I think are going to continue to see a ton of growth. I think IRI or Nielsen had keto category over 2020 up about 80% year over year. So tons of growth still available. And the final award of the night is going to be the most powerful, better for you CPG trend of the year. And I could have given this to like direct to consumer or just e-commerce as a whole, but wanted to give this as just a nod to overall personal health and self-care. While in the early you know, parts of the pandemic, there was a lot of reasons why consumers as a whole were putting off some of the you know, health, wellness, personal care, things like that. There's just a lot of things that rocked their schedule. But as the pandemic kind of rolled on and people started to get a new footing and really kind of adapt to some things, a lot of the personal health and self-care things started to reemerge and become even more important. The extra time at home provided the ability for consumers to get more and more educated about the things that they needed to do for preventative care and preventative health, self-care, making sure they're taking care of themselves. And I think they said somewhere like 77% of consumers were looking to be more healthy throughout the year. And brands obviously know that, they knew what was going on. You saw a lot of brands just really shift and really put a lot more emphasis on those needs in terms of the hierarchy of needs. People are looking at getting some better for you and functional elements out of conventional products or making those switches at a higher rate than normal. And it really sets up a huge amount of momentum for better for you CPG, functional CPG. But I hope you guys enjoyed this award show. If you guys had maybe some different ideas for who should have won some of those categories, I would love to hear about them. 